Whether you need to restock the fridge or just have a sudden, intense craving for cheese puffs, Kroger Delivery will get you just what you need in as little as 30 minutes. From groceries to household items, Kroger delivers right to your door. So don't let one major craving have you reaching for your car keys. Open the Kroger app and start your cart, whatever the cart. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Delivery times not guaranteed. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Everyone is howling about Paws of Fury. It's the most fun comedy of the summer. And I am your father. What? No, I'm not. <laughs> and Samuel L. Jackson is hilarious. What the mother father spaniel's going on here? Paws of Fury. Only in theaters this Friday. Rated PG. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to check us out on any of the social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. Our website is TV, And we come to you live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, Radio X, Wi-Fi Broadcast Network. Just to name a few. And here we are. Talking to you from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My guest is just down the uh, just down the uh, road. Either you can either take the QEW to Toronto, or else you can take the 407 or 405 or whatever the roads are. His name is Dr. Christopher Soton, and he is in Toronto, Ontario. But he's the author of a new book entitled "Dreaming," and. Um, what Dr. Souten does is he shares five steps to receiving the inner guidance of our dreams, which are catch, clarify, orientate, connect, and respond. Now, with hand-on techniques, examples from Dr. Souten's psychotherapy practice, and guidance from working with uh, 14 common dream motifs, this book is going to show how to facilitate dream work for psychological and spiritual transformation. Whether a dream wants you to take action, improve your understanding, 
or make specific change, you can rest assured that it's leading you to a new perspective and filling resolutions. About our guest, well, Dr. Souten is a naturopath, a psychotherapist based in Toronto. His practice focuses on dream work. Since 2003, Christopher has been training healthcare prof- uh, professionals and practitioners of all kinds to integrate dream work into their practices. He is a member of the IS, I'm sorry, IASD, that's the International Association for Dreams for the Study of Dreams, and has recently published a book, Dream Working, How to Listen to the Inner Guidance of Your Dreams. His website, www.christophersouten.com. And Dr. Chris, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you, and thanks for having me. That's my great pleasure. Uh, how are things in Toronto tonight? Well, it's a very nice spring evening in Toronto. It looks like the season's finally changing for the better. <laughs> it's about time. Yeah. Uh, Chris, how did you get involved in dream work? Well, when when I was a student at the naturopathic college, and we're going back to the mid-1980s now, uh, I started working with my patients and my classmates' dreams and my friends' dreams and my family's dreams. And uh, I I seemed to have a knack for it, and I I soon developed a reputation for it. So people would bring me dreams from all over the place and, you know, (laughs) ask me, what do you think this means or or, what should I do with this? Mm -hmm. And and including in, in the clinic, you know, when we started seeing our own patients in the clinic, some of us started inquiring about our patients' dream lives, and, and people would often, if they had a troubling or frightening dream, they would often bring it, and uh, they, would, they would ask for help with it or ask what it meant. And I became kind of the go-to person for if somebody wanted help with a dream. And, you know, it's just snowballed from there. Here I am decades later, mm-hmm. and mo- the, the large majority of my practice is now devoted to dream work. Does everybody dream? Everybody does dream. But uh, the the variation in the way people remember their dreams is absolutely astounding. At, at one end of the spectrum, you, you have people who remember multiple dreams every night, and they have to prioritize which mm-hmm. ones they want to remember and which ones they want to devote a little time and energy to working with. At the other end of the spectrum, you have people who will literally say, I never remember a dream. I haven't remembered a dream for 20, 30 years. So what's going on there? I mean, sleep lab evidence shows that we all do dream. We have Mm -hmm. on average five dreaming periods per night. Right. And uh, so we do know that everyone dreams. I mean, all all animals dream. And why why is there such a variation in, in the way these dreams are caught hold of in the morning? Well, the let's talk they... more about this on the other yeah. side of this commercial break. Dr. Christopher Souten is our very special guest. His website is www.christophersouten.com. That's S-O-W-T-O-N.com. He's the author of Dreamworking, How to Listen to the Inner Guidance of Your Dreams, published by our good friends at Llewellyn. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away.
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. President of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good to Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, 
and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an eight-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. Dr. Christopher Soton is our special guest, www.christophersoton.com. He is the author of Dreamworking, How to Listen to the Inner Guidance of Your Dreams. It's published by our good friends at Llewellyn. And um, Christopher, is there a place in the healthcare and, and healing modalities for dreams? Well, I sure hope there is. It. it... It really is tough to say right now. It, it's right now. It, it's not a strong place in in Western medicine, in you know, in medical schools, in nursing schools, in psychology programs. Uh, dreams do not have a very central place. They do in many healing traditions around the world, of course, but in our in our own current medical tradition, I would I would have to say no. They don't, and and that is something I really would like to see change, and that's you know that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to teach practitioners who work with people of you know and of all kinds, and right. I'm talking about anyone in the counseling, psychotherapy, coaching, nursing, uh, pastoral counseling, anybody who works with people and their their emotional life and their spiritual life is in an ideal position to be a dream worker but don't 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 some aspects of psychiatry use dreams yes but less and less so i mean the the heyday of dream work in psychiatry was with freud and jung right now I mean, a lot of psychiatry is drug management, unfortunately. It's not talking about the inner life or the relationship between the unconscious and the conscious in the same way that it used to be. You know, I would say most of that is is done by various counselors and lay, lay practitioners, mm-hmm. uh, you know, therapists of all kinds. They're the ones who are talking about dreams. And they could be doing it a lot more. You know, there's there's a kind of, uh, I would say, cautiousness about approaching dreams. A lot of people say they would like to work with their clients' dreams, but they don't actually very much. And uh, I, I really wonder why that is. I think for a lot of people, mm-hmm. there's a fear of, of getting lost. Like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to think. This could mean anything. And, and you know, there's that fear of being lost and confused and looking like an idiot. And that kind of stops them. And also maybe a fear of doing harm because, you know, someone's revealing this innermost part of their unconscious life mm-hmm. to you through a dream. Right. And you think, oh, my goodness, what if I misinterpret it or what if I say the wrong thing about it? Could I be causing harm to that person? I really don't think so. You know, the 
the the dream life is very robust and very flexible and very adaptable. Don't worry about doing harm. If you help somebody re-enter a dream and you say, okay, well, what would you like to do? Let's try this, and it doesn't work. That's okay. No harm done. Just wind the movie back and try something else. Well, can hypnosis be a, uh, a tool in helping someone remember their dreams? Oh, I would think so. Yeah, I'm not a hypnotist practitioner myself, mm-hmm. but I, I would think so because hypnosis removes or bypasses or sneaks around some of the barriers that, that we have against knowing ourselves and knowing what's going on in our unconscious minds. Okay. So I, I think for those people who are blocking their dream life, which I suspect is a lot of people, mm-hmm. uh, it would be a good way to, to get around those blocks. Well, how do we get someone to remember their dreams who claim they don't have any dreams? Well, again, they need to figure out where where the problem is. You know, if the problem is in the just as you're waking up. Mm-hmm. So there you are. You're just surfacing. You're on the transition between sleeping and waking. And there's a dream there. You know, a lot of people have trouble there. That's, that's you know, dream catching. Is that, that's, it's, it, catching is a good word for it because you've got to, some part of your mind has to grab a hold of something as you're waking up and your sort of conscious mind is rebooting itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a really tricky period, and some people just can't can't do anything there, and and it's aggravated by the fact that their alarm clock might be going off, so they you know they have to jump out of bed to turn off their alarm. So I would say for those people, I would say two things: give yourself one or two days a week where you're not waking up quickly mm-hmm. and with an alarm clock. You have some drifting time. You can lie there and you can drift on that kind of liminal shoreline area between sleep and wakefulness because that's the best time to recall dreams and to go back into them. And another thing is a technique I call capture a cue, whereby you have a pen and paper by your bedside and you just jot down one thing, one name, one word, one little drawing from your dream. And then... If you have to go back to sleep because you're exhausted, okay, you can go back to sleep. If you have to wake up to turn off your alarm and start your day, okay, you can do that. But there on that piece of paper, you've got one little cue. And when you look at it later, it might bring the whole dream back to you. That often does work. So now, t- so what, t- about the, you know, what about the people on, who they catch the dream in the morning, no problem. Mm-hmm. And they say, whoa, that was cool. I'm going to remember that. No problem. But by lunchtime, it's completely gone. That happens to a lot of people, too. Uh, listen, how, how, many, how, how much time do we actually dream during the course of an eight-hour sleep cycle? Well, I would say, you know, we have these five, roughly five dreaming periods a night. Mm-hmm. And they, they can be... You know, anywhere from, I think, 15 to 30 minutes. But, you know, the vast majority of the dreaming activity that we have is not remembered. It's usually only the tail ends of something, you know, as we're surfacing into wakefulness and 
the part of our brain that's becoming conscious again can grab a hold of it. Mm-hmm. So we're 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 working with a tiny tiny fraction of of what we're dreaming about all through the night. So but where that's do, okay. Where does that's lucid okay. dreaming fit well, into this entire? Well, lucid dreaming is a very interesting thing. Very, you know, a lot of people are natural lucid dreamers. Mm-hmm. A, a lucid dream is is a dream in which you become aware that you are in a dream. Mm-hmm. And then subsequently, you can, to some degree, influence what's happening in that dream. Yeah. And, you know, some people are natural lucid dreamers. They just have always done it. And other people learn how to do it through hard work and practice. And uh, there's, you know, it's a very, very interesting practice. My technique of re-entry, in a way, is similar to lucid dreaming because you're you're going back into the dream and you're influencing it in in a direction that you want it to go. So it's quite similar. The main difference is that you're fully awake when you do it. You're not actually asleep. But it's similar. So so you're a naturopath, you're a, a psychotherapist. Mhm. What was it that that happened that brought you to the point as a professional, you wanted to see how you could use dreaming to to help with your practice. And what was the significance so far that you have found as a practicing professional based on your work with dreams? Well, it, it, it did all start very early in my career. I remember uh, listening to it in a movie Marie-Louise von Franz, the famous Jungian analyst and one of the great Jungian dream interpreters, she said, we are trying to train people to hear their own inner voice and follow it with the help of dreams. I I heard that in 1985, and I thought, well, yeah, that's what I want to do, to help people hear their own inner voice and follow it. Now, you know, there's a lot of ways to tune in your inner voice. I'm not saying dream work is the only way, but it is it is a very natural and accessible way because we all dream, you know. We all dream every night. It's it's there. It, it's not something that, it, that it, we really have to work very hard at or get external help with. Mm-hmm. It's there. All the, right, the, the but raw I, material I, is there. I guess what I'm asking is how do we know it's, it is as significant as you believe it is? Well, I guess the proof has to be in the results. You, you have to have the experience of having an insight about what a dream is asking you for. So that's the first part. And then you actually do something about it. That's the second part. You, it's, you, you could say you take the advice of your own dream mm-hmm. And you make a change in your life. All right. So, as a, once again, as a practicing professional, what results have you seen based on your impl- implementation of dream analysis with with clients, with patients? Well, I I would compare it to to the results of doing counseling or psychotherapy without dream work. That you both you get progress in both, but it's faster and it's more fun. It's more dynamic, and changes happen more quickly, 
and blocks and impediments are are they're they're worked with much more easily so because the dreams point out where you're blocked in a kind of exaggerated metaphorical way but only they they give you a perfect opportunity to address that block but only if you remember those dreams right you have to have some dream recall because yes you have to have some material to work with but it can be old material so some people i have a lot of people who say sorry i haven't had a dream in the last year right can i still work with you yes you can because you can bring me an old dream that for some reason is still in your mind mm. and you still think about. And I've had some remarkable sessions working with childhood dreams that happened over 40 years ago with people. Dude. So, you know, to answer your question mm-hmm. again, the results are that the personal growth is accelerated. That, that's it in a nutshell. So if you're interested in personal growth, mm-hmm. it's a, it is a modality that, that you could use in your practice if you're not already. But what about the fact that a person's uh, beliefs change, their way of thinking changes? How can, we, how can we look back at a dream that was, let's say, 10 years ago, and apply it Mm -hmm. to a situation in a person's life today. Well, you know, if you're still thinking about it and it's still bothering you, Mm -hmm. that usually means that what it's asking for has not been addressed yet. Okay, stand by. We've got to take our final break. Exo Nation, Dr. Christopher Soten is our special guest. And if you'd like to find out more about the doctor, his website is ChristopherSoten.com. He's the author of Dreamworking, How to Listen to your to the Inner Guidance of Your Dreams. It's published by our good friends at Llewellyn. This is The Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we wrap up this hour here in The Exxon, coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. 
For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Welcome back, everyone. Dr. Christopher Sauten is my guest. We're talking about dreaming, and he is the author of How to Listen, I'm sorry, Dreamworking, How to Listen to Your Inner Guidance of Your Dreams. His website is ChristopherSauten.com, and um, let's talk about dreams. You know, there are so many dream books out there. They all have different interpretations. How can one successfully interpret their dreams in order to understand the hidden message behind the menagerie of different mm-hmm. images that that we get throughout the evening well you know it it is very tempting to want to to ask what does my dream mean that that's yeah. what most people go to right away it's fascinating isn't it it's, it's absolutely fascinating but you know i i'm trying to get away from that because you can wonder about the meaning of a dream forever and you can debate about it, and you can be fascinated by it. But I'm, I have a kind of more practical and more focused goal, which is simply what is it asking you for? Ah. Not, not what does it mean, 
but what is it asking you for? And I find if you if you take that position, it puts you right on the cusp of making a personal change because it's asking you for something. So instead of the traditionally uh, way of thinking of what the dream is telling you, you should ask what the dream is asking you. Yeah. You know, I think it's a better question. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's more dynamic and it's, it leads to more results, more, more change, more insight, more growth. It, it's, it's not for everybody. I, I guess some people are very content to stand outside their dream and look at it and say, whoa, that's fascinating. What does that mean? But, and I used to be like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm not anymore. I, I, I want to go to, all right, that is fascinating. I agree with that. But what does it want? What does it want me to do? Right. Or what does it want you to do? And so if you're a healthcare professional or a counselor or a life coach or a soul coach, that's a better perspective for you to take. It's a better position because you're in the business of trying to help people change and get unblocked and unstuck. So if, if you are working with dreams, mm-hmm. and I would, I would encourage you to if you're in one of those professions, try shifting your question from what does the dream mean to what does it want. And just by doing that, I think you'll see some very dynamic and in- interesting results. But if you have all these dreams, how do you know which part of which dream is is the significant one that you have to ask the questions about? And, and so many people have problems recalling their dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, how, do, how does this all work together? And somebody, some people have too many dreams, so they don't know which ones to work with. Right, exactly. I, I, I would suggest uh, if you just cultivate your spidey sense about when someone is trying to tell you something you know it's like i'm being communicated with somebody's trying to send me a message somebody's trying to get through to me mm-hmm. when you get that feeling yeah then prioritize that one highly so devote a bit of time and energy to working with that one and then once you've picked one to work with, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I usually work with one a week because, yeah. you know, most of us are pretty busy. Sure. We're, we're not going to be able to work with all our dreams. So you do need to choose one to invest your time and intention in. So pick roughly one a week is good. And, and when you do that next time, don't worry about what it means. Say, what is it asking me for? And and if I may now segue over to a key part of the method that I'm teaching and using is you figure out what it's asking for from within the dream, not from standing outside it, looking at it, but from actually re-entering it. In other words, you go back into the dreamscape that you remember mm-hmm. and you freeze the action and you say, okay, I have lots of time now. Lots of space, lots of consciousness and awareness, and lots of control and mastery. What would I like to do in this situation? But what happens, sir? What happens when somebody has the dream, and the dream only 
is remembered later on during a day, and they only have little little slivers of that dream. And what uh-huh. are the chances are by the time they go back to that dream that they'll actually remember the significant parts? Well, you know, it is interesting. If you re-enter a dream, it often comes alive again. It's kind of like you're not looking at a snapshot. You're, you're going back into a movie, and the movie starts up again. And you may find that you not only do you get better recall of mm-hmm. other parts of the dream, but it actually can move forward. In other words, it can go past the point where you woke up. Right into new territory and that's that's very interesting and you because you're awake now you're awake when you're doing this Mm -hmm. technique you're re-entering but you're wide awake and fully conscious and let's say the dream ends in a very frightening or frustrating stuck point where you you don't know what to do and you you just wake up so you go back to that point you freeze the action And you say, okay, now I have lots of time, lots of space, and what do I want to do moving forward from here? So you're actually changing the dream. And some people say, is it okay to do that? Is it legitimate to do that? I say, yes, definitely. It's a very, very interesting and dynamic process. Try it. I have problems remembering my dreams uh-huh. Uh, so how do is it, what kind of method or what kind of technique is there that people can learn in order to retain more memory of their dreams? I know that some people say put in a dream journal. Some people I know you know have a little digital recorder and they wake up in the middle mm-hmm. of the night and they they talk about their dream. But is there a way that we can actually use our consciousness or subconsciousness? in order to act as a digital recorder so that we can actually go back anytime we want to replay that dream. Oh, I think so. I I think there's a lot you can do. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's all version of intention setting, really. It's, It's a universal law of nature, including human nature, that whatever you put your intention on, you will get more of. So if you put it on dream recall, you'll you'll get more dream recall. What what I advise people to do is first to figure out which of three areas they're having a problem in. Are they having a problem in dreaming in the first place? Mm-hmm. Or are they having a problem catching hold of the dream as they wake up in the morning? Or are they having a problem fixing the dream into their long-term memory so they'll remember it later in the day and tomorrow and the day after? See, those are actually three separate problems. So figure out which problem you're having. And then it, the solution will, will be uh, tailor-made for the area that you're having a problem. If you're having a problem in the first area, which mm-hmm. is that your, your dream maker is just under-functioning and you're not getting much in the way of dreaming activity, then try going back to an old dream that you remember from long time ago, even from childhood. But for some reason, it stayed with you. It still has some relevance and mm. some power to it. And and run through that dream in your mind. How much does our day-to-day living and our life and our life experiences during the day have an effect on our dreaming? It provides some of the raw material, but only some, because... 
you know, you, you can dream about anything in the universe, mm-hmm. past, present, or future, possible or impossible. Right. Including what happened to you the day before. And, and that does certainly appear in our dreams. And actually, the funny thing is a lot of people dismiss their dreams because, oh, they'll say, you know, I just had a dream about a magician because I was watching a Harry Potter movie. Sure. You know, so they'll, they'll say, I just, you know, and they'll dismiss the whole thing. Well, that's crazy because your dream maker or your unconscious or whatever you want to call it, whoever makes your dreams for you, can draw from anything, anything, literally. So don't dismiss a dream because it has something from the day or two before. That's just drawing raw material. And why did it draw that raw material from that? Out of all the things you experienced, why did it pick that thing? What relevance does it have to your personal story? It's it's always for a good reason. Okay, so we have the this this part of our life that we record. We have this part of our life that is asking us in our dream state to ask ask our dreams the questions instead of having the dreams ask us the questions. I, I once again, yeah, uh, you you are you can ask your dream maker a question. And that, that technique is called dream incubation. Who's the dream maker? The dream maker would be, is just the name I have for whatever it is in you that creates your dreams. Okay. Uh, there are many different names for it. Okay. So if a it, person is on a new medication, for example, the nicotine patch, doctors will tell you you're going to have strange dreams. Yeah. So, yep. so, the, that so will, those those dream those dreams that are induced through medication are they message dreams as well, or are they just the result of a medicated dream? They could be a little of both. Just just because you you have a very vivid dream influenced by nicotine or some other substance mm-hmm. doesn't mean there isn't some very interesting and relevant material in that dream. So again, don't dismiss it. And if you're you're having a dream of trying to find a toilet, mm-hmm. don't dismiss the whole dream because you say, ah, well, of course. Get up, go to the washroom before you pee the bed. Yeah. So, because there may be something very, very interesting in that dream where you're searching for a toilet. So, you know, be careful before you say, oh, it's just a this or it's just a that and you dismiss it. Take a good look at it first. I have about a minute before I have to go to my news break. Uh, quick question for you. Do you mm-hmm. believe that the dead can communicate with the living during a dream? Oh, absolutely. And that's that's a rare and special kind of dream, uh, often called a visitation dream, mm-hmm. whereby the soul or the spirit of a, a recently dead loved one a- appears in a dream, and it seems that they're absolutely vividly real. Mm-hmm. And they, these dreams are, to, to the dreamer, they have absolutely no doubt that they were directly communicated with by that person from the beyond. All right, stand by, sir. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exonation Dr. Christopher Soutin is our special guest www.christophersoutin.com. That's S-O-W-T-O-N. 
DreamWorkingPodcast.com. He's the author of How to Listen to... I'm sorry, I did it again. DreamWorking, How to Listen to the Inner Guidance of Your Dreams. Ah, it's one of those days, folks. It's Monday. I'm sorry. The coffee <laughs> hasn't kicked in yet, and I still have another two hours to go. We'll both be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon with our guest this hour, Dr. Christopher Soton, the author of DreamWorking, How to Listen to the Inner Guidance of Your Dreams. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on Talkstar and XZBN. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123ReadyTV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123ReadyTV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, Soul Balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A Soul Balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, 
and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome back, everyone. Dr. Christopher Soton is our special guest this hour, talking about dreams and how dreams can actually help you better understand yourself. If you'd like to find out more about Dr. Soton, his website is ChristopherSouten.com, and he's the author of Dream Working, How to Listen to the Inner Guidance of Your Dreams. Can you give us uh, an example of a dream that provided guidance regarding a health issue? Sure, sure. Um I'll give you an example of a very, very common type of dream, okay. which, which I call the car problem dream. And, and it's one that most people in the West, Western society have had sooner or later where they're driving a car and they, they experience some problem with mm-hmm. controlling the car. Um, now, this one, a 35-year-old woman had a dream that she got into her car and the the door was loose, the seat was not attached to the floor, the steering wheel was loose, and she thought, oh my gosh, is this safe? But she had to get to work, so she said, I'm going, and she started the car, and immediately a big hand came down through the roof right in front of her face, and she woke up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Let's let's notice that we want to think about what this dream means, but we're not going to do that. Okay. Instead, we're going to we're going to go back into the dream. Imagine that she was your client and you were trying to help her get some insight and understanding from this dream. Right. So we ask her to re-enter the dream right at the point where the the hand comes down and she has a fright and wakes up. And we slow everything down. We stop the action right there and we say all right, you have lots of time, you have lots of consciousness and awareness, slow everything down, what would you like to do? And so now, you see, we're going a little bit beyond where she woke up. We're going into some new territory. We're extending, using the the exact real starting point of the dream. We're extending it a little bit into some 
some new insight and some new possibility. So what she said was that, oh, at first I felt kind of frightened and violated by the hand, but now I see that there might be something good about it. It might be telling me, no, you can't drive now. This is not safe. Don't drive yourself. Get out of the car Mm -hmm. and just slow down and take a break. And now, once she realized that that was the message that was being given to her from within, from working within the dream, then she translated it to her waking life and she said, well, yeah, it's pretty obvious. I'm pushing myself too hard. I'm I'm on the verge of a physical and maybe even an emotional mental breakdown because I'm just... I'm, I'm not listening to all the warning signs that are coming to me, and I'm pushing myself to, to work, to work, to work, to work, to work too much, and I'm going to get very, very sick unless I do something about this. So she had that insight, and mm-hmm. she was able to make a change, very practical change in her life based on an insight from a dream. And that happens all the time. That driving problem dream is one of the top five most common dreams in our culture, I would say. But when we look at the facts surrounding this dream, you know, mm-hmm. if she doesn't know that she's pushing herself in her, in her waking time, that she's overdoing it, and if she's not consciously taking note of what her physiological body is telling her, Mm-hmm. Why would she listen to a dream? Because it's so intense and so clear, so vivid. She felt she felt it in her gut. You know, most of us know in our minds, yeah, we know, yeah, yeah, I'm working too hard. I need a holiday. Yeah. I need a break. Yeah, yeah. We know it mm-hmm. on some level, but we don't actually do anything about it until we either get very sick and then the stakes are suddenly very high. Mm-hmm. Or what if we get a dream which, which has that quality of very vivid, intense communication? Stop. Like, no, don't do this. She, she got the message because it was so strong and clear and so emotionally intense. And then she was able to make the change. Let me ask she, you something about this. Was this person single or married? Single at the time. Okay, yeah. so at the time she had no one in her life to point these things out to her. Oh, well, no, she did know this in her mind, and f- friends had told her, parents had told her, so why didn't counselor she act on had it? told her. So why didn't she act on it? Because, well, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. You could say that about tens of millions of people. And then if I what, came across those those people and there was a situation like that, I would ask. Right. You know, because if you don't listen to your body when you're awake, mm-hmm. what are the chances that you're going to listen to a dream? Well, it does happen because because of the intensity. Dreams can be very, very intense. You know, yeah. they're they're so hyper real sometimes, and they have such high emotional voltage that they often get through. Where 
thinking and ideas and good counsel and advice don't get through. You know, I've gone to doctors a good part of my life. Mm-hmm. Not one of one has ever asked me about a dream. I have yep. never told one about a dream. <laughs> right. So I, I'm the kind of guy that if I can't figure things out on my own, and I've been very successful at that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, the best advice I get is not from myself. It is not from a dream. It's from my wife. Mm-hmm. I listen to her. Do you ever tell her your dreams? No. You should try. Why? It's it's a wonderful activity for a couple to do together. We do because, a lot of other great things together. Yeah. In in our in our waking life, we go on trips, we mm-hmm. we work together, we we plan together. We raised ten, uh, six children together. We're mm-hmm. watching our children raise their children and we've got 10 grandchildren. So where do you draw the line between spending too much time in a dream world to justify the reality of your conscious world? Well, you know, it, it's, it's a very intimate thing to share something about yourself that just came from your unconscious. And you don't even know yourself what it, it's trying to tell you. But do we spend too much try, time trying to, to solve our dreams, understand our dreams, instead of looking at the day-to-day problems and situations that we're in and taking a realistic approach to them? Well, there's nothing that's not realistic about dream work. It's very practical and very realistic. But is it recognized by professionals? Well, it depends which professionals you're talking All right, let's about. Talk, Some... Let's talk about the medical community, Western, Western yeah. licensed doctors who have spent well, many years in medical school, the psychiatric right. uh, community. You yourself said that dream work isn't being used as much in mm-hmm. psychiatry, and there has to be a reason for that. Well, yeah, the, the reason is largely that it takes a bit of time and Time is of the essence, and time is often the factor in the doctor-patient relationship that causes things to be rushed and not, not to be gone into very deeply. Another thing is that, unfortunately, in these days in mm-hmm. the West, yeah. most psychological problems are addressed by drug solutions, the vast majority now. Mm, I don't so, know if I agree with you there. In the medical profession? Yeah, I, I don't agree with you there because I know a number of doctors who are personal friends who take great pride in talking to their clients and trying to help them solve their problems without the use of drugs. Mm-hmm. But do they have enough time to do that? They find the time. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's, I would say in many cases that's very admirable, but it's often exceptional. And I'm not saying there aren't people who are doing that. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think it's wonderful that they are trying to do that. Right. But now what if you had a very troubling dream and you took it to one of these doctors? What would they do with it? They'd talk to me about it. Okay. Do you know how rare that is? No, I don't. Because this is the medical community that I've grown to know over the many years. Right. And My when wife was is the nurse. last time that happened? That My wife is a nurse, a troubling dream to it, And they talked to you I about never it. have because I've been able to solve my own problems. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, 
I can tell you that it's a very, very rare thing. Out of all the medical mm -hmm. consultations that happen in North America, yeah. the ones where a dream was discussed and an insight was derived from it, it would be less than a, a thousandth of one percent. But could it? Could the reason be why it's not talked about in the medical appointment is because the medical community doesn't have a lot of faith in the dream work. That's possible. And you have to, I would have to ask myself why this group of highly trained professionals do mm -hmm. not accept dream work as part of a problem-solving practice. Mm -hmm. Anyway, listen, we've got to say so long for now. Uh, we'll be... Uh, back on the other side of this break, XO Nation, our guest this hour has been Dr. Christopher Soton. His website is ChristopherSoton.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and I'll be back on the other side of the news as we continue investigating the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology right here from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. <laughs> 